Sorry about that. I didn't have my lineup uh, pulled up. I thought I had it up. All right. So tonight, tonight, is Anthony Edwards serious, guys? He ha- he had to be he had to be trolling, right? I finally Anthony Edwards, 40, 45 a night, every single night, just. Consistent, consistent 40 to 45 fans points. Had obviously the massive game last game. I wasn't expecting what was 70 fans. No, not expecting that. Just give me the 40 to 45 and I'll be happy. Right? That's what's been every single night, and this is a great matchup against the Lakers. So, finally buying Anthony Edwards. My first time playing him this year. 14 fantasy points. The basement of basement games. 14. Just think about that for a second. 14 fancy points for Anthony Edwards against the Lakers. Let that kind of sink in your mind for a second. All right. If he just has a bad game and gets 30, 32 fancy points, I'm probably cashing in tournaments. 14 fantasy points. How about the Chicago Bulls? The Chicago Bulls. No Zach Levine. Up-tempo matchup against the Warriors. Well, I'm sure you saw how that went, right? 90 total points or whatever it was. I played Zach Levine now the last two slates. I rarely play this guy. Um, buy, played him last night because he was too cheap. Played him tonight because he was too cheap. Bust both times. Massively. So, next slate, literally, write it down, guys. Get get your notepad out, write it down. Zach Levine, career night next slate when I'm going to fade. Career night. Like, are you actually kidding me? Lonzo Ball, can't hit the broadside of a barn. Shot like 2 of 15. I was looking so good going to this late games. So good. Um, you know, the rest of my lineup, again, I was looking good. Drew, Connaughton, Portis. Uh, Porzingis actually has a ceiling game when I play him. Um, I'm kind of surprised, but I'll take it. And one other thing to talk about or to tilt about. <sighs> JaVel McGee, can you just not foul one time when I play you? I Literally, since DeAndre Aiden has been out, whichever Suns big I play gets in foul trouble. It's, you know, McGee most of the time. The one time I played Frank Kaminsky, he got in foul trouble, and McGee played 26 minutes and smashed. I'm, as I, I'm just, I'm in a lot of pain, guys. I'm in, I'm really in a lot of pain. Um, Yeah, I thought I was on pace for a pretty big night. Going to the late game, had Levine, Lonzo, and Anthony Edwards. And they combined for like, they combined for like 60 fancy points. Yay. All right. Let's go over the winning lineup in this is the Thunderdome. So winning lineup here, George Hill, NAW, who did get in foul trouble too. Josh Hart, Porzingis, Portis, Holiday, Gordon, and Harden. So ownership to go over. Porzingis, way more popular than Thunderdome. No surprise. He was too cheap, 60%. Portis, 90%. Holiday, 80%. Way higher than they were in lower stakes or even, you know, my, my tournament I was in. Um so, yeah, those guys, no surprise at all. They were great plays, especially the Milwaukee guys. Um, and Zach Levine is very popular, too, if you go. Where's Levine? Um, 
Levine was 50%. So Levine, Holiday, Portis, and Porzingis, the highest owned players in the Thunderdome. I had all four. And again, Levine, career night, uh, lock it in next game. So uh, that's it for the look back, guys. Hopefully you avoid some of these massive busts. Um, I just, uh, I can't, 14, 14 fantasy points. Wow, 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 wow. That's, that's awesome, Anthony Edwards. Awesome stuff. All right, so uh, taking a look at these Vegas odds, Wizards and Magics, the 203 uh, and a half over under. The Wizards are four-point favorites. Pistons and Raptors are 201 and a half over under. Raptors, eight and a half point favorites. Celtics and Cavs are 202 and a half over under. The Celtics, two and a half point favorites. And T-Wolves and Clippers, 222 and a half over under. Clippers, six and a half point favorites. Also locking Anthony Edwards. He's going for 70 fancy points uh, tomorrow because I'll probably fade. So let's start off with Philadelphia. Still no Joel Embiid. Obviously no Ben Simmons. Um, Andre Drummond at the top of 9K, I don't mind him. I think the ownership's going to drop a lot after last game. Um, but this is a big front court against the Pacers with Turner and Sabonis. I don't really think they can go small. So I would think uh, Drummond, instead of like 30 minutes, uh, maybe goes back to like 35 minutes. So, um, yeah, I'm fine paying 9K for Drummond. I, again, I think the ownership will be relatively low after last game, but normally he's a pretty good point-per-minute guy. Not super worried about that last game. Tobias Harris at 8-9, it feels a little bit pricey, but the minutes were there at least. Like, I was a little bit worried they might limit his minutes. He played 37 minutes, so... Um, yeah, these these two plus Max are going to be the guys leading the offense. So, um, you know, Drummond and Tobias, I don't think are going to be either going to be super popular, but it's a pretty good spot here against the Pacers. And then Maxi's been playing out of his mind. Uh, 42, 49, 51 fancy points. Uh, started, started the year kind of slow, but it's really, really turned on. He's playing massive minutes too. 39, 39, 40 minutes. So, like, you're just getting 40 minutes a night from Tyrese Maxi. Now, I don't think he continues to shoot this well, 12, 19, um, but he is, like, getting it done in the peripheral stats department too. So, even though the price is coming up, I'm still fine going to Maxi. Uh, the rest of Philadelphia is where, like, there's not much that stands out to me. Seth Curry, we know we're going to get out of him 35 minutes. Whether or not he hits the shots, I can't tell you. He's in play. But, again, very, very scoring dependent. Some of these other uh, 76ers just priced up too much from, um, you know, when they were short, even shorthanded, uh, more shorthanded a few games ago. Like, guys like Milton, Korkmaz feel a little bit too pricey for me. Niang at 4-7. Again, like those guys are all priced up. Danny Green, the minutes have really just not been great on him, uh, but he is only 3.8K. If he goes back to like 30 minutes, you can play him in tournaments. Um, but yeah, that's it for the 76ers. Moving on to the Pacers. Keep an eye on Levert. It's pretty big news here. He's questionable. Again, this Pacers team just cannot be fully healthy at all, ever. I'll start with bonus at 9.2K. Again, I don't like the way he's been being used in the offense. Um, last game was an awful game for him, only 25 fancy points. So I think he's he's viable uh, if there's no Levert. If Levert's in, I'm probably just going to stay away from Sabonis. Brogdon's the guy I actually feel a little bit better about. Handle the ball a ton, especially if Levert is out. Playing massive minutes. Um, so I actually like Brogdon a little bit more than I do Sabonis. Uh, Miles Turner to 6.9K has actually had a pretty good year. Uh, he's playing around 30 minutes. He's you know good shot blocker, obviously. Five, six, three shot blocks or three block shots the last three games. Um, so you want to use him in tournaments. I don't hate that. I'll mention TJ McConnell's looked really good last few games, but again, I will say when I play him with the whole team out, he has two fancy points at half, right? But no, I fade him or he just can't miss and just closing games alongside Malcolm Brogdon. Um, but yeah, if he's going to continue to close games at 5.6K, I do think he's viable. I don't think it's a guarantee. I think there, there will be times when Duarte uh, closes games, um, I think he closed. Did he close for Justin Holiday last game? I want to say that's probably what happened. He closed for Justin Holiday. 
um, which who I don't really have much interest in. He's going to play big minutes, but such a low usage guy. Washington, Orlando. So the big news is no Bradley Beal. So that, that's pretty significant. It's going to be interesting to see who they start. Um, last time Beal was out, they started Aaron Holiday. Um, and I think it was against Memphis here. And he played 21 minutes. Um, so my, ex- my expectation is Aaron Holiday starts. I don't think he gets a lot of run, but probably 20 to 25 minutes. So assuming he starts, Aaron Holiday is in play for value. But the two guys that are the most interesting are Dinwiddie and Kuzma. Usage go way up. Um, you know, Dinwiddie, the issues, the minutes haven't really been there. But without Beal, I'm fine paying 6.5K for him. And then Kuzma can have to do a lot more offensively. He's been rebounding the ball really well this year, too. So those two look really solid. As far as the centers and Harrell and Gafford, um, Gafford at 4-4, always in play for tournaments, but probably only play 20 to 24 minutes. Chance he plays less because of uh, he's always in foul trouble. Montrose Harrell, 6.3K, up in closing games more. He probably plays, you know, 25 to 28 minutes. Um, he's he's viable. Um, you know, he's, he's played well. Like, four or two of the last four games, 44, 45 and 38 fancy points. And then some secondary options here. KCP, sure, like he'll play around 30 minutes, but he's pretty reliant on the scoring. Royal Neto might might be asked to play a couple extra minutes here. I think he's viable, 3.2K. Like maybe Denny Advia, you might, he might be asked to play a couple more minutes. So, yeah, Washington, keep an eye on the starting lineup, but definitely uh, a team that, that looks pretty appealing here without Bradley Beal. On the Orlando side, so Cole Anthony, 7-7, kind of cooled off um, last game. But, um, yeah, we've seen the upside from Cole, right? 51, 44, 61 fancy points. He's playing pretty big minutes in competitive games. So, at 7-7, I don't think he's really an optimal play. But for tournaments, I'm fine firing up some Cole Anthony. Uh, Wanokara Jr., the minutes, at, there's just randomly times where he just like randomly gets his minutes cut. Um, most of the time, he's playing around 30 minutes. So, if he continues to play around 30 minutes, I'm fine paying his price point for him. But, like, there's an off chance for once in a while that it is randomly cut his minutes. Mo Bamba at 6-6 is in play for tournaments, prone to foul trouble. Um, does have some upside, but doesn't really stand out as like a great play. Uh, Suggs, the price continues to drop. He continues to really struggle from the field. Um, I, I do think he's viable as a contrarian value play. Franz Wagner, 4-8. My only issue with Franz is uh, he's kind of reliant on the scoring, uh, but the minutes are, are around 30. So, yeah, he's, he's, again, playable, but not something I love. That's probably it. Like, could you make the argument maybe for like a Ross or Hampton off the bench? I guess. You know, Hampton, 21, 20, 20 minutes last three games. He's basically min price. Yeah, that's it's fine. Our Memphis and New Orleans. So uh John Morant was basically the only guy that came through for Memphis tonight. They got destroyed, and he still put up 50 plus fancy points. God, Jaws looked so good this year. I'm so happy about it too. Um, now he gets a really good matchup here against the Pelicans. I'm fine paying over 10K for Ja, really. He's playing like 35-plus minutes in competitive games, so I do like Ja a good amount there. Um, Triple J at 6.2K. You know, if you can stay out of foul trouble, probably plays around 30 minutes, so always in play. Steven Adams, again, I play him here against Minnesota, against a big front court in Carl Anthony Towns. He plays 19 minutes and goes for nine fancy points. The next game against Charlotte, who they can definitely go small. Why, why would you play Stephen Adams big minutes? Plays 28 minutes, 34 fancy points. Once again, I ask you, am I just being trolled in DFS this year? So, this is a big front court against Jonas Valanciunas. You would think this is a game where Stephen Adams would play 25 to 30 minutes. But, hey, I thought of the same thing as Minnesota, and he played 19. So, um, if Adams plays 25 to 30 minutes, I think he's a good value. But So, whatever happens, if I play Stephen Adams, fade him. If I don't uh, play him, he'll play 35 minutes and go for 50 fancy points. 
Um, let's see the rest. Melton, Bain, both team priced about right at five and four point nine k respectively. Uh, both are decent options. Slow mo at four three. You know, minutes a little bit up and down for him, but I think we get around twenty to twenty five minutes from him, which makes him a fair value play guy that can stuff the stat sheet. That's probably it for Memphis. Moving on to the Pelicans. So keep an eye on Brandon Ingram. I was actually surprised that he did not play because he took he took part in practice uh, on Thursday, but maybe they were holding him out for this game. Didn't want him playing the back to back. Um, so monitor that status. Either way, I think Jonas Valanciunas uh, is a good play here. A revenge game narrative. He got in foul trouble tonight and still put up 42 feints points in 30 minutes. He's just been so consistent. So, um, yeah, I like me some JV. Either way, uh, would look a little bit better, though, if Ingram's out. Ingram himself, if he plays, there's no limit. Um, I don't mind him as a train spend up, uh, but would have to monitor that status. If Ingram's out, then guys like Devonta Graham, NAW, Josh Hart, all look like solid plays at their respective price points. Um Garrett Temple, for some reason, continues to play big minutes. I was surprised even uh, even with a couple guys back, he still played 36 minutes. So, yeah, Temple's playable. Again, I'm not sure why he's playing so many minutes, but um, he's only 3.5K. So, yeah, got to consider him. And even Herbert Jones, too. Like, Pelicans are running a very condensed rotation. Herbert Jones uh, played 23 minutes, too. So, like, he's viable as well. Detroit and Toronto. Whew, Detroit has been... God awful this year. Absolutely awful. Probably the worst team so far in the NBA. Grant, Sadiq Bay don't really stand out. Kate Cunningham, I'm fine going back to 5-6. Had a bad game tonight. Um, played 31 minutes, 20 fancy points. But still handing the ball a ton. Still a guy that is very high usage for this team. So, yeah, fine going right back to Cade there. Isaiah Stewart is in foul trouble every single game. I mean, it's just, it's just a lock. He got two fouls in two minutes tonight. Um, only played 24 minutes. Without Kyle Linick, I think there's a chance he plays more. If, if. And that's a big if, if you can stay out of foul trouble. So I don't mind Stewart there for value. The rest of the Pistons. Oh, man, this is just a disgusting team. Josh Jackson, probably not for me. Like, Killen Hayes has been one of the worst players I've ever seen uh, this year. But he continues to play around 30 minutes, 29, 31, 28 minutes. Um, he's playable because he's sub-4K. He can still get you, like, eight fancy points in 30 minutes. Uh, but he also can still get you like 25-ish. So like, I do have some interesting killing A's to the price point, but you're, you're just not going to feel good about it at all. Um, Luca Garza played the backup five. Um, some people thought it would be Trey Lyles. It was Luca Garza, um, but he didn't do much, only the, the flat man price. Yeah, Trey Lyles, again, he didn't – I think he played less. He only played 15 minutes. So uh, this Pistons team is just whew, one of the wor- worst rosters I've seen. All right, Toronto. So Siakam coming back. Um, Van Fleet had a massive game last game, but Siakam coming back does lower the usage of Van Fleet, so he doesn't really stand out. Siakam himself, they've been taking it easy on his minutes. I'll pass there. OG Scotty Barnes, neither really stand out, I guess. Look, Scotty Barnes looks okay at this price point. He's played really well this year. Um, so he's probably my favorite play on the Raptors. Um, Gary Trent Jr., like, yeah, you can play him. He'll play 35 minutes, but super reliant on the scoring. And then keep an eye on Pasha Chua. He's questionable. If he can't go, then like, uh, and Ken Birch can't go, he's questionable as well. If they're both out, then Boucher might be asked to play more minutes like he was last game, and he played 24 minutes. So like, if they're both out, then I'm fine going to Boucher in tournaments. But just know the Raptors never, they never want to play Chris Boucher in minutes. So, all right, two games left, Boston and Cleveland. Uh, Jason Tatum, 10.4K. I think it's a solid spend up. Um, you know, should play 37, 38 minutes of competitive game. So no issue paying the price point for Tatum. Uh, Schroeder had a really good game tonight. That ownership probably jumps, but he's playing big minutes of competitive game. Played 36 in regulation, 34, 39, 36 the last three games. So um, yeah, I think Schroeder's are a pretty solid play there at that price. 
Robert Williams, like the Celtics are in a pretty condensed rotation. He's also playing over 30 minutes a game. Um, I think he's a pretty safe play at this price point. And then um, Smart a 5-2. Again, playing like all these main Celtics guys are just playing really big minutes. He's fine. And even Josh Richardson for value, playing around 30 minutes. So there actually is a decent amount to like here for the Celtics, just because of the way they're running their rotation. Um, yeah, on the Cleveland side. So Jared Allen, 8K, came back down to earth, only played 29 minutes, 21 fancy points. Uh, but besides throwing the last game out, he's played really well of late. Also playing big, big minutes. Again, the game tonight was a blowout too. So ownership probably drops in Jared Allen, but I'm fine going back there. Mobley had a really solid game at 7.3K. He's also playing big minutes. Um, so both the Cleveland bigs, definitely viable. Garland, I think, is a pretty safe option. Should play 35-ish minutes uh, without Colin Sexton. He does get a little bit of a bump. Rubio should play you know, close to 30 minutes off the bench. Um, didn't have a good shooting game tonight. Still in for 30 feints. Once a guy can stuff the stat sheet. Now, do get a little bit lucky? Five steals. That's not going to happen again. Uh, but both the Cleveland guards think are in play because of the tight rotation they're running. That's probably it for me. Like, Chetty F3-7. Sure, 23 to 25 minutes probably. Um, I think that makes him playable. And finally, Minnesota and the Clippers. So, again, just, just look at the last five games here. Okay? 40. 40, yeah, it's not going. 40, 47, 33, 43, 67 fancy points. 14 for me tonight. 14. Wow, 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 wow. So, um, the Minnesota Big Three, I think, in, in this spot, all look pretty solid in Cat, Edwards, and D'Lo. Um, you know, D'Lo's playing big minutes. He is. Uh, he's playing like 35 minutes in competitive game now, last three games. So I think the price on Dilo looks pretty good. Um, Carl Anthony Towns at 10-5, you know, doesn't really stand out, but he's going to play big minutes. Again, Edwards most likely smashes uh, tomorrow because I probably won't play him. So make sure to lock him in. Pat Beverly, I do like for value. Like he's playing around 30 minutes a game, a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. And it is a revenge game narrative if you guys are into that. That's probably it. Like, Nas Reed's viable, actually. Only 3.2K. He's going to play, like, the backup five and play around 15. That's a good point for a guy. So, you could do worse. He also has power forward eligible, which makes him a little bit more um, interesting. And then, finally, the Clippers. So, Paul George, 10.6K. I do think it makes her a pretty solid spend-up. He's playing big minutes. Um, don't mind the match pair at all against Minnesota. So, yeah, don't mind paying the price for, for Paul George. Uh, Reggie Jackson at 6'6", more of a secondary option for me. Should play 35-ish minutes in a close one. Uh, Batum continues to to play well for DFS purposes. Only shot the ball four times last game and sold for 28 fancy points. So I think he's a pretty safe option that should play probably around 30 minutes, I would say. Zubach. So last time they played Minnesota, um, or back-to-back, he played 34 and 31 minutes. So if he can stay out of foul trouble, I think he's going to play more. Um, so I do kind of like Zubach here at only 5K. If he can stay out of foul trouble. And then uh, Terrence Mann randomly got his minutes slashed out of nowhere. Only played 18. Um, so that's a little bit concerning. Eric Bledsoe played huge minutes. Played 40 minutes. Kind of out of nowhere. Um, I don't think we have 40 minutes again from Bledsoe. But if we're going to get 30 plus from him and only 4.9K. I do that. That makes him viable. And Luke Kennard, again, he's either boom or bust. right? He's going to hit his shots or he's going to bust and kill you. And can't make a shot. So... Um, he's always been played for tournaments. And then I don't mind Isaiah Hartenstein at 3.3K. She'll play the backup five and play 15-plus minutes. I think Ibaka is still in the G League. Yeah, I don't think he'll be back for this game. So Hartenstein probably gets all the backup five run. 
right, guys, that's gonna do it for the video. If you have enjoyed the content, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Let's hope for no uh, basement games for any of your players like I had with Anthony Edwards, uh, Zach Levine, and Lonzo Ball tonight. So oh, I'm still very tilted. Probably not gonna be able to sleep tonight because of it. But um, yeah, guys, that's all I got. Uh, good luck, and I will see you in the next video.